Welcome to the Mastery Matrix podcast. I am your host, Kyrie, and on this side of the podcast world, we geek out on human potential and transformation. You know how to disrupt ourselves, elevate to mastery, and build our mind, body, spirit, and systems for greatness. I hope you're ready, guys, because I am. Let's go. Today, we are talking about fear of failure. This is something that entrepreneurs face regardless of how long they've been in business. It doesn't matter how much of an expert they are. Fear of failure shows up in people at all sorts of different levels and in different ways. All right. So that's what we're talking about because I see it in entrepreneurs all the time. And if we're able to recognize what it is and see it for what it is really then we have an opportunity to, you know, get to our goals despite that fear and to kind of navigate through it. So the first thing that I want to do today is help you reframe fear of failure. So typically what people will consider fear of failure is really that fear that if they implement a specific strategy or if they work towards a specific goal and fail, then that's such a bad thing that in a lot of cases, it actually prevents people from taking action, right? That's how you'll see it in a lot of people. It'll show up as procrastination. It'll show up as perfectionism. It needs to be perfect or I am not putting this out in the world. And so I'm never really taking action, right? It shows up in terms of people sometimes lowering their goals to make sure that whatever they put out there is something that they can achieve. But will agree, you'll agree that by lowering goals all the time, you're not really stretching yourself and you're limiting your growth. So first reframe is fear of failure. Failure itself is not a bad thing. Failure means that you are stretching. Fearing failure means that you're stretching, means that you're doing something that you've never done before, something that makes you uncomfortable. And that is such a great thing. All right. Most people will never put themselves in that position because either they don't have big goals or they're just not in that growth mindset. So the mere fact that you have fear of failure and that you feel that emotion means that you are stretching yourselves, uh, you're stretching yourself. And that is a great thing. Number two, failure is a label. So whatever we define in our mind as failure is what we see as failure. What we define as success is what we see as success. If my definition of something something being a failure might be for you a huge success or something that you would consider a failure might be something that I consider a success, right? It is very relative. It is very subjective. So know that just by labeling things differently, what labeling what you consider failure and success differently, you, it might help you overcome that fear and get into action. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more. Number three, it's really important not to over-identify with failure. Failure is just a status, right? It's, I tried this thing, didn't work out the way I wanted to. Maybe it is feedback for us, but it doesn't mean anything about us. So If you want make sure that you are not over-identifying with failure, and I see that sometimes, unfortunately, where people fail at something, even kids, even children, you'll hear them sometimes fail and then turn around and be like, oh my God, I'm such a failure. I suck. I'm I'm really not good at this. No, that's being that's over-identifying with the failure. Just two days ago, I was celebrating my son's birthday. We had, you know, uh, some friends over uh, for this party, and I invited 
my uh, daughter's girlfriend just so that she wouldn't be uh, bored during the event. And her mom was telling me how, you know, they're learning how to write and they're starting to do dictation and all of that stuff. And the little six-year-old, just because she was not doing her lines perfectly and got that feedback from her teacher, started saying, mommy, I suck. I'm really not good at this. And I don't know how to do, do this. I'm such a failure. I suck. And that is over-identifying, okay? And we do that all the time without realizing it. So do not over-identify with the failures. The failure is about the process. It is not about you. And it is feedback about the process. And finally, one thing to, it's like almost like a, a subtle definition when it comes to uh, fear of failure, for some people, what the fear of failure that they feel is not related to the goal and not achieving, right? Most people, when we talk about fear of failure, they're going to be afraid that they work towards the goal and that they actually fail. But in some cases, people are actually afraid of the uncertainty. Some people are very risk averse. They don't like being in a context where they don't know what the result is. And so what they're afraid of is that uncertainty, the not knowing, the not knowing how this is going to go and what the result's going to be. All right. So if that is your case, chances are in other areas of your life, you're also afraid of the certain, the uncertainty. And so that's what you want to pay attention to, because in this case, you're not afraid of failing. You're afraid because things are uncertain. And so bringing some type of certainty or kind of reworking that fear of the uncertainty is very important. All right. So just a few little reframes there. Now, it's important to understand as well where we learn how to fear failure. It is not something that we're born with. Typically, it's something that we learn, right? It's a learned behavior. A lot of times it'll come from our childhood. For example, a very strict parent or a very strict parents or educators who keep pounding in our head that failure is unacceptable, that we are a failure if we fail, or that, uh, you know, not delivering things in a specific way that is acceptable to them means that you're not worthy. Those are, those are very learned behaviors that we get from our upbringing. We might also get the same type of feedback, not necessarily when we're kids, but in our professional life or at school and uh, university where we start, you know, getting someone, somebody makes a comment once about how we failed at this thing. And so that means that we suck. And that little trauma, that specific event that humiliates us in a specific way, then it gets recorded as I don't want to be in this situation again. And so I'm going to avoid situations where I have the potential to fail. This one is a little bit different from the upbringing from childhood. The upbringing from childhood is something that is repetitive and it it's over time, right? That we reinforce this, uh, the, this model, this thinking system. But in the, the second scenario that I just shared with you, that is a specific event that creates shame and humiliation. And because of it, in one instant, we kind of make that decision that we're not putting ourselves in that specific uh, situation anymore. And this 
one happened to me. So I had the most loving parents, amazing parents, but I definitely remember being in this situation when I was seven years old, my first martial arts competition, where I was beat down in like two and a half seconds, not even. It was the shortest probably battle or sparring session in the history of martial arts. It was super short. And I remember my dad just bursting into laughter in the audience. And I was mortified. I was so ashamed. And it took me a really long time. And the mere fact that I'm still telling the story, although I've done some many, 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 many different forgiveness exercises for my dad for this one, but it took me a really long time to get over this, right? I can tell you without any doubt that probably 20 to 30 years, I kind of kept that on my back with that fear of being humiliated very much from that event, right? So it was one specific event. It was not something that my parents would say to me all the time. It was just one event in one circumstance, one day of the week when I was seven years old. And at that kind of created that program that I didn't want to be in a situation where I failed in public. All right. Thank goodness. I was still able to, I had other programming around courage that I was able to use, but even when I'm taking action, when I was taking action, I always had that fear in the back of my mind that I had to work through. All right. And then finally, uh, another place where this comes from, and again, this can be from uh, the other three scenarios that I just shared, but when we derive our value, our personal value from how other people see us, then we tend to have fear of failure, right? Because we are so focused on what other are thinking and how they're perceiving us that we it dictates how we're working, what we're going to do, etc. And it might limit what we do because of that. All right. And of course, social media has made all of this worse because everything seems so public. Back in the 80s, back in the 90s, if you failed at something, unless you were really famous, the only people who knew were the people who were in that room and that happened or your family. Now it is, it's like every single thing that you do, it, it, it becomes very public right away. If you try something, it doesn't work. Oh, but I already promoted it. And now I have no results to show for all of that is public and we, it amplifies that fear of failure. So just recognize it for what it is, but do not let that stop you. All right. Because now we're going to talk about how to tackle this. Now, remember, we are motivated by two things, either by what we want or by what we don't want. So when you are framing your goals, make sure that you are framing your goals around what you want, not what you're trying to avoid. Let me give you an example of this. Talking, If I'm talking to a client who created their whole business around the idea of surviving because of a divorce, right? They are in a divorce and they're coming on the out on the other side and they need something to make sure that they have money coming in. Otherwise, they're going to be in the streets with their children, right? And they're trying to avoid that situation of being on the streets with their children, What's going to happen is they're framing goals around what they do not want versus around the dream life that they want to create for themselves. And framing those goals the right way is very important. Okay. 
Because then when you're going to think about failure and success, and we'll talk about how to, to frame those as well, it has to, things have to be aligned with what you want versus what you do not want. What you do not want will not put you in a position to think abundantly, to think with growth in mind. It'll put you more in a position of trying to survive uh, scarcity and things that really don't align with us growing at the end of the day. All right. The other thing is, because we're motivated by either what we want or what we don't want, if we believe that success is is not about doing something good, but out, about doing about not doing something bad, let me reframe this. When you're focused on what you want, you're focusing on success being about something that's really good, right? Something that you want to see. If you're focused on what you don't want, then success becomes more about not doing something bad, right? And so just that little, it is, it seems like a very small uh, difference, but it is huge. It makes the difference between the people who are going to go and take action versus the people who are going to avoid certain things because they're afraid. All right. So make sure that you remember that, make sure that your goals are 100% focused on and focused around what you want versus what you're trying to avoid. Then number two, make sure that you're reframing your failure and what you consider failure and what you consider success. Meaning if you remember that at the end of the day, the only things that we have control over are our actions, right? And how we choose to experience things, the outcomes you can never really 100% have control, full control over you can never have 100% full control over. So what you're going to determine as success and failure cannot just be determined by the outcome, right? It has to be around the things that you can control. Your learning, what you're going to get, what you're going to implement in terms of your activities, your action taking, who you're connecting with, all of those things are things that you can control. And so it is best to set your success and failure um, def- definitions around the things that you can control versus things that you cannot at the end of the day control. Because then when you feel like you failed, you're actually saying that you failed, but on something that you didn't have full control over to start with. So very high chances of not making it. Okay. So reframe the failure and success definitions that you have for yourself around your specific goals, make them based on things that you actually have control over And make sure that you are taking into account the journey versus just the outcome. Very important. Consume less social media. Focus on you. Focus on your work, right? If a lot of people, and I was doing a a coaching session on this uh, a, a week or so ago, and a lot of people feel that fear of failure amplified because they're looking at everyone else's stuff on social and everyone seems to be making it and making it, you know, 10x what they're doing. And the reality is most people that you see on social media who are promoting things and seem like they're doing amazing, they're not. I can tell you that for a fact. I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs. I coach a lot of entrepreneurs. Some of the most successful people have the wackest website and social media. Some of the least successful people have the most amazing website and social media, right? So the front of their store looks amazing. It's beautiful decor, 
But when you go inside, there's no quality and there is nothing happening and they're not making sales. And sometimes that little shop right there at the end of that alley where, you know, it doesn't even look like it has anything in there and they're ma- they're making multi-millions. So the storefront doesn't dictate what's going to happen, uh, what's happening on the inside. So do not believe everything that you see on social is what I'm saying. Okay. So focus on you, focus on what you're doing. You're going to have less stress. You're going to be more fulfilled and you're going to be more focused to actually deliver the results that you need. And you're going to build your confidence by taking your own action and seeing your own results. Okay. Now, a couple of little things that are more on the, I guess the internal work type of thing is I'm very big on not trying to hide from any emotion. So even fear of failure, we tend to be afraid of things that we don't know. So be familiar with the feeling of fear of failure. If you want to conquer something, you have to know it. If you want to conquer anything, you have to become familiar with it, is my belief. So learn to recognize physically what it feels like to fear failure. And here's how you want you want to do that. I want you to take, if you need to pause this episode for a second uh, after you hear my, my, my instructions, please do so. But I want you to think about something that you're trying to achieve right now, right? And maybe it's big, maybe it's scary, maybe it is... Something that just the thought of it, like you can feel your heart racing and your, your, your stomach is tightening, all of those things. Like what is something that you are think you're wanting to do, you're working on, but you're really afraid of failing at this thing. I want you to look at how it's reacting, how your body's reacting to that. Is it heartbeat that's racing? Is it, as I said, your chest tightening or your plexus area, your stomach tightening? Is it your, t- your stomach that starts feeling like really weird and stuff, right? Is it in your back and your neck? You feel really uh, uh, strength, you know, like, like your muscles like kind of uh, tightening. You want to recognize what that does physically because here's the thing. A lot of times your mind is going to start going in that fear of failure type of mode but you don't recognize it for a while. However, if it happens within your body, you'll recognize it faster, much faster than uh, when, you know, uh, listening to your thoughts and stuff. Your body, because your mind is going in a specific direction, will start reacting in a certain way. And the more you can start recognizing how that feels, the sooner you can see and catch yourself when you're going into fear of failure mode or anything else for that matter, right? For me, I know when I have, when I'm starting to feel that fear of failure, it's my plexus area. I feel like there's a lump in there. I feel like my heart is starting to race a little bit. Okay. That's what fear of failure, fear of failure feels like for me. When I'm in a situation where I'm more doubtful and I don't really know, it's more the uncertainty type of thing, then I actually feel it on my right shoulder, right? It gets very tense. And so that's what you want to start recognizing in your body. The self-awareness will do magic for you because it'll help you catch things so much faster than trying to realize when your mind has gone into that loop of, of, you know, of lack of confidence and fear of failure, et cetera. It's very hard to catch it with the mind, but the body will tell you. So learn to recognize it. Okay. And make sure that you're living focused on what you can control. Again, there's things that we can control. There's things that we cannot control. Set your failure and success definitions around things that you can control. 
And also there's things that you can do. I was giving, I gave um, some of my, my clients this exercise and, and look it up, look it up on social media uh, or on YouTube. Tim Ferriss did a really cool TED talk on how to uh, overcome the fear, right? And he has this exercise around the fear list where instead of just doing, you know, a list of the actions that or, and your goal setting, et cetera, he calls it the fear setting, okay? And he guides you through how to identify the fears, like what you're afraid of doing, identify what you can do to prevent that negative outcome to materialize. And then third step, what, what will you do if the thing that you're afraid of materializes like if your worst case scenario what if it materializes what would you do and it's literally creating your own list of the things you're afraid of and having three different columns and for every single item asking yourself okay what am i afraid of doing what can i do to prevent it all right to prevent the negative outcome to prevent whatever i'm afraid of and then what will i do if that negative outcome shows up like if the worst that could happen happens, what will I do to kind of repair it? Just walking through that process puts you in a mode of control, right? Because now you're in your actions, you're in your own, um, almost like your own action plan of things that you can do that you have control over, and it puts you back in motion, right? So check it out. I'm going to see if I can put a link to uh, Tim Ferriss's TED Talk in the show notes. But if you do a search for Tim Ferriss, fear setting, you're going to find information and probably his TED Talk around it. And I think it is such a great exercise that you can implement for yourself. All right. So this was my episode today on fear of failure. I know we all go through it in one way, shape or form. It is not a bad thing. It is a great thing. It means that we are growing. So if you need to listen to this episode again and, you know, go and implement those specific tools that I gave you, recognizing physically, doing your fear setting list, reframing failure and success definition, all of that, and making sure that your goals are framed the right way according to what you want versus what you're trying to avoid, that will get you in the right direction. All right. So this was Kyrie. I love you so much. And I'll talk to you soon. There you have it. If you got any insight from today's show, guys, please make sure that you leave a review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. That would mean a lot to me. Also, the conversation continues and I want you to connect with me on IG or Facebook at Kyrie Var. Now, this information is in the show notes, so you can grab it in there and message me with your biggest takeaway from today's show. All right. So thanks again so much for being here with me today. I will see you very soon.